Welcome to Ari Keeves Trading to Win, the podcast focused on helping traders to maximize their potential. Well, I think the critical thing uh, in terms of setting goals is to uh, review what your past performance has been to see whether there are any regular patterns to it. Do you consistently uh, produce a certain result? Are you up 10% a year? Are you up 15% a year? Uh, except for last year, which was really pretty bad for most people. Uh, and do you have some kind of a consistent track record? And that gives you a baseline against which to start making preparations to set a target uh, based on risk-reward, based on what you think you're able to do. So generally, I, I encourage people to set goals that are somewhere in the vicinity of what they've consistently done in the past. So at least gives them a baseline. And then what constitutes a stretch goal? What would take, what, 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 what's a little bit challenging, uh, realistic but challenging, so that uh, they are encouraged to do more work, do more studying, develop some additional techniques, understand techno- uh, technical trading, understand uh, Get, get a little more expertise in a particular sector, understand certain kinds of, of stocks and certain kinds of industries. What is their strength? What are they good at? What do they like to do? What do they do naturally? And build a strategy uh, consistent with their personal strengths, uh, with the kind of support structures they have in their firm or uh, at their home, wherever it is. Uh, what do you have that you can use to help you develop the plan? And what is your strategy? Uh, how many positions are you going to have? Uh, how much are you going to hedge those positions to reduce the risk of uh, market uh, activity and volatility so that to some extent you're, taking, you're, you're protecting your investment if the market goes uh, in the opposite direction? And that may require that you take a course or you uh, begin to do something to make sure you really understand the complexity of trading. Uh, I talked to a guy the other day who was following my advice, and he uh, he's he's built a formula which he wants his traders to follow, uh, so that he gets out of losing positions and he starts adding to winning positions uh, in order to produce a 20, 25 percent result at the end of the year. I said that's fine, but you really want to be able to face some of the discomfort and know what you're doing rather than kind of set it up simply as a, as a, a black box formula. Uh, the more you can kind of embrace the uncertainty and the anxiety, uh, the more you can recognize it when it's happening and how that leads you to make impulsive decisions or leads you to avoid making decisions, the stronger you get as a personality and the stronger you are the more you can face the music. You can cut your losses. You can add to your winners. Most people tend to hold losers and tend to get out of winners before they've actually reached their maximum uh, uh, point of, of uh, their maximum target. Uh, so when things are really working well, you have to be able to recognize that they are and be able to kind of press the, uh, the pedal to the metal. Uh, this takes... Uh, self-examination, it takes keeping charts, it takes keeping a diary so that you begin to see when you got out, how you were feeling at the time, and how much your feelings, uh, your anxiety, your uncertainty, uh, your fear of giving up your profits uh, led you to get out of a winning position and then leaving X amount or so much on the table. 
you've got to begin to be very objective in observing how you're handling yourself in the face of market movement and momentum and so forth. You've got to learn to have positive images. You've got to be able to talk to yourself to keep yourself focused and concentrated on the task at hand rather than relying or reacting to the way you are emotionally feeling and then doing what you've always done in the past. How much are you run by superstitions and by your interpretation of anxiety and of, oh my God, things are happening in the market, uh, I'm not going to make as much profit as I wanted to, or you know, I'm losing, but uh, this, I still believe in it, I'm going to buy more as it goes down. Emotions are probably very useful signals, and it probably pays to understand what you're feeling, not allow it to impair your choices uh, at the same time. You, you want to get to the point where you're, it's kind of like when you're skiing and you're in the zone, you're feeling the excitement, but you've got it under control. Uh, or when you're sailing and you're sailing on the edge and you've picked up maximum speed, the wind is in the sails and you're really maneuvering it, uh, that's really where you want to be, not where there's no emotion or no wind or no sliding down the mountain. You, you, want, you want that uncertainty, you want that kind of uh, excitement, and you want to learn how to manage it. Being in the zone means you're more intense, you're more focused, uh, you're more prepared, and you can relax because you've been there before and you know, you know all the moves. So the more you prepare mentally, the more you can kind of relax and go with the emotion when you're in the middle of the action. I think it's a critical thing to begin to develop your own uh, methodology based on the work you've done, based on your assessment of good ideas that you get from other people, but you put it through the sieve of your own template, uh, you ask your own questions, and you begin to rely more and more on positive experiences you've had, uh, which give you some uh, gut uh, or pattern recognition as to what's really working, what really sounds right, and so forth. So you begin to rely on your own emotional experience, which is sort of at a very deeper level uh, likely to be able to integrate intellectual uh, formulations, analytic processes, and so on. Uh, but it's got to be synthesized and then integrated into your own uh, internal understanding uh, of of the whole the whole process. You need you need to balance all the information against some sense that you have based on your life experience as to what really sounds right and sounds wrong. And you've got to learn to trust your instinct when you kind of say this isn't quite right. And as much as this guy is very smart and he works for one of the big brokerage firms and he really has got all the charts and so on, it just doesn't jibe with my way of seeing things. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many people I talk to who say, I really lost a lot of money in a particular trade because I was trading something based on what a good friend of mine told me to do. These are smart guys who know their companies. They trust their friends. They don't really, they don't have a feel for the stock that they're buying uh, based on what somebody else has said. They've got, they haven't done their own work. We're all on some level insecure 
And so instead of relying on what's worked for us, we somehow don't trust that, but we trust the, the, the strong presentation of somebody else based on how we perceive them. And, and it may very well be that we're, we're relying, they call this the, uh, uh, the confirmation bias, where somebody tells you something that confirms something you already knew, uh, and so you tend to kind of believe that, even though it, it doesn't really pass the smell test. You believe it because it's sort of confirming something you already know, and so you're not as, as questioning, and you're not as challenging, and uh, uh, invariably you lose more money in these kinds of trades than you, than you uh, ever anticipated. I, I talked to this guy the other day, he was running about $6 billion, and I said, what, what was the, the one thing that, 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 that you would say is, is the critical thing to account for your success? He says, everything I've ever learned, I've learned from mistakes I've made. So I'm continually keeping track of my mistakes uh, and making sure that I don't repeat them. Uh, so I'm continually developing processes which try to anticipate the possibility of making the same mistake again. Ultimately, the one thing you have some control over is yourself. That's the thing you really want to learn as much about as possible. Dr. Ari Kiev is an internationally respected authority on the psychology of trading. You can subscribe to his bi-monthly podcast full of real-world advice on how to maximize your trading potential at www.arikiev.com.